Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning, Orlando. It's always a pleasure when we get to interview people that want to be president. We've got somebody else for you right now. Nikki Haley, you're very welcome. How are you? Good to be with you, Simon. I'm great. Thank you. Um, so I want to start here. So Joe Biden goes to Israel. On his way back from Israel, he says we're going to give $100 million in humanitarian aid for civilians in Gaza. And he says, Hamas, don't steal it or divert it. Is he kidding? The thing is, Hamas is going to take it, right? I mean, without question. That's the thing is, any aid that goes into Gaza is going straight to Hamas. That's why you don't want to be so quick to do it. This is a tough situation. I mean, we have... You know, certainly civilians that want to get out. And I think that, you know, we have said multiple times that the pro-Hamas countries should take them. Qatar, Iran, um, you know, Turkey, they should be taking them. But what you have to understand is when you send that aid in, you are helping Hamas. That's why when I was at the United Nations, we literally ended all U.S. tax dollars that were going into Gaza because we knew what a problem it was and we knew how it was fueling the terrorists. And they're getting ready to do that again. Right. But we have a president who says to Hamas, and as a warning, don't steal it. He's got to be joking because he knows they're going to, right? You know, it's strange because he also talked about the fact that he was going to go ask hard questions of Israel and see what they were up to. You know, bottom line is Hamas did, you know, murderous, torturous, um, unthinkable acts on Israelis on October 7th. The only thing that Biden should be saying is, how can we help you and what do you need? He shouldn't talk about restraint. He shouldn't talk about ceasefires. He shouldn't talk about aid. He should just ask Israel, what do you need so that they can eliminate Hamas? That's it. We have three priorities. Support Israel, eliminate Hamas, and do whatever it takes to get our hostages back. That's the other thing. We're sending money into that area while they're holding Americans hostage. It's it's so mind-blowing that you, you kind of scratch your head and, and you're asking, did I really hear that? Is that what he really said? It's it's and, stunning. You know, this is, he, should, he should be taking this. This should be personal for every American. And the reason is we lost American lives on that day. You've got over 200 Israeli and American hostages there now. You know, what are they thinking? Well, they just got $6 billion for five hostages. Just imagine how much money they think they can get for the rest of them. But we have to be smart about this. We have to understand that, look, America has to get this right. We can't mess this up. And the best thing we can do is to let Hamas, more importantly, let Iran know that we are on to them. Because there would be no Hamas without Iran. There would be no Hezbollah without Iran. We now have to watch for the Houthis in Yemen. We have to make sure we're watching Syria and Iraq and the militant groups there. This is a time when we need to be on high alert. It's not the time that we need to get soft. 
Now, I know, you know, I know there's a presidential contest going on and candidates who feel uh, threatened by other candidates uh, <laughs> throw, throw some dirt around. This is my fourth presidential cycle, so I've seen this stuff a bunch of times before. I want you to be very clear on your stance on the United States taking refugees from Gaza. I in no way want us to take Gazan refugees in America, period. I have always said that. I fought against Syrian refugees coming to South Carolina. I fought against Syrian refugees coming to America. I have said over and over again that Gazan refugees need to stay in the region with pro-Hamas countries like Qatar, Iran, and Turkey, period. So, you know, I mean, what you've got is when you have other campaigns that are getting desperate, they're going to just spread lies. And, you know, we're going to see it. But the truth is, find me one place where I've ever said it. One place, because I've never said it once. Right. Well, I just wanted you to be unequivocal because um, uh, clearly uh, in the in the heat of campaigns, we get this uh, we get this kind of thing. Um, all right. So we've got dead Americans. We have not responded to that yet. Uh, we have American hostages. Um, I'm hoping uh, we're going we're going to do some uh, rescuing. Uh, we understand that uh, SEAL Team Six uh, may have been deployed. Delta uh, may have been deployed. Uh, we don't know that. I'm not looking for operational information. If you do know that, um, but we should go and kick in our own doors and get our own people back, shouldn't we? We should do everything we have to to do that. I mean, that's without question. That's the worry that I have is that people have forgotten that we have hostages over there and we have to do everything we can to take them back. It was, it turned my stomach to see images of those terrorists holding hostage babies um, in, you know, in Gaza. And so, you know, we, we know that there are multiple people that are there. We have to do whatever we can to help their families get them back and get them back safely. Do you think, uh, I'm being serious now, do you think the president has forgotten we have hostages there? He's not talking about it. It's odd. And when he does talk about it, he doesn't talk about it with clarity. So I'm not sure that he has his priorities straight. You know, I'm glad he went to Israel. I think it was important that he went to Israel. But he didn't talk about any of the things that mattered. He had some inability to even mention Iran. Why he's not mentioning them, I don't know. And look, I did an op-ed um, that came out yesterday. And what I wanted for everybody to see the full picture of this. Yes, Israel's what everybody's talking about right now. But you have this unholy alliance between Russia, China, and their junior partner of Iran. China's the biggest importer of oil. Billions of dollars have gone to Iran that's allowed them to fund terrorist activity. Russia gets drones and missiles from Iran. They are continuing to have money go there as well. And the three of them are united in the fact that that you have Russia that wants to recreate the USSR. You've got China that wants to be aggressive in the Pacific and help destroy the West. And you've got Iran that says death to Israel, death to America. This unholy alliance, we have to see the bigger picture because this is what we're going to be dealing with for the next 10 to 20 years. And we can't ever think that America can be so arrogant to think we don't need friends. And we can never be so arrogant to think that what happened in Israel can't happen here in America. We've got to stop think with the mentality of September 10th, and we've got to start thinking with the mentality of September 12th and what that felt like. Because this is the, the issue that we have. It's the concern we have with the border and the fact that over a 1,000 um, 
people from Lebanon, Yemen, and Iran have come across that border. That doesn't count the ones that came from Afghanistan. This is time for America to be serious, consistent, and stable. We can't have chaos. We can't have rhetoric. We've got to really look at this in a way that's going to keep Americans safe. It doesn't count the gotaways either. I was speaking to uh, Mark Morgan yesterday. I know you know who he is, but for the uh, members of the audience who don't, he ran uh, Customs and Border Protection. Uh, He ran ICE. He worked for six presidents, including uh, uh, Trump and Obama. Uh, He is about the border. He's less about the politics of the border. He wants a secure border. He wants our laws uh, enforced. And uh, he says to me yesterday, he is in no doubt whatsoever that there are now terrorist cells, Middle Eastern terrorist cells in the United States, because we don't know who came in, where they are, and what they're planning. And they know the easiest way to come in is through the southern border. I mean, you've got almost 200,000 coming in from the northern border. So this is this is a real issue that we have. And, you know, my fear is, you know, the fact that, you know, we don't want to see America go through another 9-11. And that's why we have to care about what's happening in Israel. That's why we have to care about what's happening with Ukraine. That's why we have to care about the aggression in China. It's, this is we are looking at this unholy alliance coming in from three different areas. And we have to really be strong. This is not the time for us to be naive. And it's not the time for us to assume this is all going to go away. The only way to deal with dictators and thugs and murderers like this is with strength. I dealt with them every day at the United Nations. And you can't go soft. You have to go and let them know what we expect of them, not be reactionary. All right. Um, we're leaderless, though, aren't we? We've got, a, we've got a president that doesn't seem to know what's going on. I, I mean that sincerely, not in a mean way, but he really doesn't uh, seem to know what's going on. Uh, the United States House of Representatives has been leaderless now for two and a half weeks. It's astonishing to me. Um, so I, I described it like this yesterday. They took the dumpster, they lit it on fire, and they threw it in the clown car. Uh, uh, What message do you have for the Republicans in the United States House of Representatives? I have so many messages. First of all, the message (laughs) You and me both. Some of them are broadcastable. Sorry, carry on. Absolutely. I mean, the first thing I'll say is, look, one of the main jobs that Congress has is to produce a budget on time. And our Congress has produced a budget on time four times in 40 years. Four times in 40 years. Think about that. And so I have long said, you know, no budget, no pay. They should not get paid if they don't do the one job of producing a budget on time. The second thing is you look at the the chaos that the Democrats have caused. Chaos with inflation. We're feeling it at the grocery stores. We're feeling it at the gas stations. We're feeling it in our mortgages. You've got chaos on the streets with crime at all-time highs. You've got chaos in our classrooms with parents not having transparency into what's being said and taught to their kids. You've got chaos on the border, and now we've got chaos on the ra- around the world. What I say to those Republicans in Congress is you don't fix Democrat chaos with Republican chaos. They need to stop the chaos. You know, I had when I was governor, I had a Republican House and a Republican Senate, and they would not get along at times. And I would bring them into my office, and I would say, you're not leaving until we figure this out. Americans don't need to see how the sausage is made. They need to get in a room. We don't need to pay them until they come out and have a speaker and they can deal with the fact that we need to have a budget and we need to deal with these 
true national security threats that are facing us around the world. It's unthinkable that the American people have to watch this happen right now. It really is. Uh, Nikki Haley, it's always a pleasure. Go to NikkiHaley.com. We look forward to everyone joining the fight and getting our country back on track. Nikki Haley, thank you very much for giving us some time today. And uh, you have yourself a wonderful rest of the day and a safe rest of the day as well. 407-916-5400. What did you make of that? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.